Hey guys, Dan Walshman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. As you know, this is the podcast all about radical for people who want it. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be spending a few minutes with you. All this month, we've been talking about value, being valuable, having value, sharing your value, knowing your value. And today, I want to talk to you a little bit about this idea between competency, capability, and value. I just came back from Awesome Palooza, and one of the things that I was blown away by was the amazing value that each of the speakers brought. Now, I'm somewhat biased. I invited them there, and most of those, most well, all of them are my friends who I've known for a while, and uh, because I admire them and trust them and believe in them, realizing that they have value for me is a no-brainer. What was neat for me is I got to sit in the audience for most of the day, opening up and then closing was that what was valuable to me was I didn't have to do all of the work. In other words, I didn't have to pack in two or three days worth of material. I just had to show up with an open mind and an open soul and say, what's on? What's up? What are we doing? And I, I received this amazing, amazing uh, insights. So the idea of being valuable strikes me. Because I think about the different speakers. Um, I think about Jill's, Jill Stealthox, who flew in for the day for just a few hours to join us and talking about how to overcome adversity. Um, and I, then I think about Michael Mansell, who's, who he spoke for an hour, but really one phrase in my mind sticks out, which is don't confuse procrastination um, as perfectionism. Don't call procrastination per, uh, perfectionism, which, you know, hey, I'm, I'm often perfectionist, but when I look at what it really is, it's probably just procrastination, isn't it? Then Bill came in and just lit the whole place on fire. Of course, his, his goal, his mission, his clarity is around this whole idea of energy and the negative energies that we put off and the positive energies that allow us to grow. And by the way, it's not foo-foo. It's real. Um, if you're angry, that's a negative energy, right? You feel that. It's negative. By the way, negative energies can empower you sometimes. Your righteous anger can make you jump headlong into battle and go crazy, man, and maybe win the day. But anger by itself is not a higher level energy. It's not going to make you happy. You won't be happy when you're angry. You just, you can't be. Anyways, fascinating for me to learn and to grow, to be around him. And then on top of that, we had um, Jason Womack deliver a knockout knockout, knockout performance when he shared this a whole series of, of life lessons about what it takes to perform at a high level. And of course, Jason and his wife wrote the book, Get Momentum. Uh, you guys know how much I love momentum. It's, it is the single greatest, I believe, indicator of success that you can measure or manage, really is. You might be so bold as to say it's the only thing that matters building momentum, keeping momentum, fighting for momentum. It, 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 it is the, the single greatest concept that once you believe in and understand, it, it just catapults your business and your life to that next level. Most of the time, we stop and start and stop and start and stop and start and never keep, maintain, and build momentum. Anyways, he chats about that. And towards the very end of his class, 
his, his time, he was talking about this idea of, of upgrading your network. And he was saying, I've got it written down here on my pad. He was talking a little bit about this idea of, if you look at your four closest friends, and he had us draw a grid. He had us draw a grid, four by four grid, four going to the right, four going down the left side of your page, and then filling in each of those grids with uh, four people, four initials on the left side, column one, write down the initials of the four people that you're closest to, spend the most time with. And then in the three columns to the left of that, write down, you know, how much money they made, how much vacation they took each year, and how much development or days of development they spent on themselves each year. And then what he said was, it's interesting. If you look at your own life, you're probably the average of those four people, which is fascinating. I mean, that's utterly fascinating to me, utterly fascinating because, well, one, I, I skewed my results because my wife was in my grid. And once I pulled her out, because I realized what he was saying, not your wife or your spouse, although if they're in business with you, that could certainly be somewhat relevant. And what's interesting is I began to look at this grid and I found myself to be the average of those four people. And then what he said was, was transformational. He went on to say, if you want to make more money, you need to add someone to your grid who is making more money. And this seems obvious, but it's a no brainer, right? Um, uh, sorry, it's, it seems obvious, but most of us aren't doing it. Yes, it's a no brainer, but why aren't more of us doing it? If you want to take more vacation, hang around people who take more vacations. If you want more personal development, hang around people who care about personal development. Now, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast and, you know, we, we care about personal development, we care about books, we care about growth, we care about being the next, the best version, next version of ourselves. We, that's what we, that's what we do here. And so it's just incredible how he mentioned that if you've got this grid, and by the way, it doesn't need to be five, it could be six, seven, it probably can't be two, Right. But it's a grid that keeps expanding with all the people in the grid whose life you want to model a piece of your life after. I'm looking at that going, yes, how valuable is that, right? I mean, obvious, but something that's challenging because I don't do it as well as I could. Then on top of that, by the way, one other thing I thought that was interesting is in Michael's presentation, he said that. You know, the word decide comes from the Latin roots to cut off. Meaning when you decide to go a direction, what makes that powerful is you're deciding in that moment, right? Whatever that moment is, this is the direction we're going. We're not going another direction, which is just mind-blowing. I mean, again, simple thing. So then after Jason, Brock, and Kat came up and did an exercise where where they led people through a visualization of success and then challenge us to work as small groups to figure out that success and then own an outcome and put it into place. So incredibly, incredibly awesome. And then followed up by Matt, who's my chief of staff, and of course the grand poobah producer of this podcast, as well as David Beretta, who is chief of staff for, for Bill, Courtright, and, and basically together they talked about how to work at a higher level. Tools, tricks, hacks, 
to perform at a high level, which was really helpful because these are guys who are on the cutting edge are using the Snapchats and Instas of the world and they're making things happen. And it's just incredible. So what I wanted to do was, as I listened to all these guys, one, I was flabbergasted because all of them have spent years developing this value. They are valuable. To hear someone talk about not procrastinating, to hear someone talk about getting people enrolled in your success, that one nugget, whether it's a sentence, the size of a tweet, right? That can change your whole life. So how do you develop that value? Here's the harsh reality for all of us listening. You can't be valuable unless you have skills and talents. I think of talents as skills that they're genetically blessed to enhance, right? So, you know, a pitcher who's six foot five, six foot four, he's, he's just got more, more body, more physics to throw the ball faster, right? Now, skill might be the fact that you've spent years honing your curveball, fastball, floater ball, whatever it is, and, and you're, gonna, you're still going to be better, but you've got skills and talents. We spend a lot of time hoping that we can be valuable when the essence of being valuable is to have skills, skills with which you can share to others around you. That's the essence of value. You can't be valuable in a business setting, in a personal setting, in a life setting. You can't be valuable at all until, hear me out, until you've got skills that are as good or better than the person who needs your value. I often joke, you know, to teach, you know, first grade, all you need to do is be in second grade, right? And somewhat, I'm joking, of course, I know I'm dramatically simplifying the amazing work and education that educators go through in order to be able to teach a grade. But the principle I'm trying to get across is, like, you just have to have gone through something and be self-aware learn from your mistakes. You don't even have to get it right. You don't even have to be perfect. You have to learn and grow and be aware of what works and what doesn't work. And that in turn is what enables you to provide value to, to everyone else, right? That's, that's how you're valuable is with only with skills, right? Your skills. It makes no sense if you think about it from a baseball setting or a football setting or a basketball setting makes no sense to, to, to pay LeBron James because he's a fast talker or because he's good looking or because, you know, Nike thinks he'll model their shoes well. The reason why he's got a billion dollar lifetime deal with Nike, the reason why these other uh, companies that he works with pay him so well and endorse him so much is because he's got skills. Come, come championship season, right? Come playoff season, and LeBron is, is, is playing his heart out. And yeah, he single-handedly helped the Cleveland Cavaliers win that, win that championship. So it's skills. It takes capabilities. So before you run around and go, how can I be valuable? Here's one question I'll ask you. What, what skills are you developing? Think about it. And by the way, that it's not just personal development. Like, oh, I'm emotionally intelligent, Dan. Or, oh, I'm a good listener, Dan. By the way, I'm not poo-pooing those. Those are great. Those are great. 
you know, but, but do you know how to sell something? Do you know how to market something? Do you know how to, you know, the framework for leadership? Do you know how to be a coach? Like, what is it? Think about it. What is it that you do better than just about anyone else? What is it? What is it? Think about it. What is that thing? Now you may find yourself wrestling with this. And if you do, then just know that your quest to provide value, to be seen as valuable, not just valuable, indispensably valuable. I mean, like where people can't live without you directly hinges on your ability to, hear me out, have skills and capabilities that you can share with the world. Now, giving of yourself, giving of your value, your time, your expertise, is the greatest business weapon you have. So as you go into these next few days and months, I want you to be thinking, maybe not months, the next few weeks of this month, as we think about value, I want you to, I want you to ask yourself this question. What skills am I developing so that I have tremendous value to offer to someone else? What skills? What skills are you honing? Maybe it's you're a great debater. Maybe it's you're a great... You know, you have more insight than others. You see through, through BS. You're just talented in certain ways. Hone that. Develop that. And by the way, if you need help, we're going to be announcing some really incredible things in the, in the Edgy Empire of Awesomeness, some additional coaching and accountability. We all need somebody to chase us down sometimes and beat us over the head and tell us where we can do better. I do, you do, your kids do, we all do. And that's something that we're going to be providing here in the group. But I can't help you be better if you don't want to be better. I can't force you to develop skills and capabilities to be determined to play the long game if, if you're not committed to that on your own. And so between now and when we talk again about skills and coaching and your development, I want you to get really clear about what it is that you are choosing to be the best at. What is that thing? That's the kernel. That's the beginning of your level of value, right? Your measure of values you can provide to the world. If you're not already part of the Edgy Empire of Awesomeness, yeah, go get your behind over there because that's where all of the juicy goodness happens. It is the center of the Tootsie Roll. If we were eating Tootsie Rolls, Tootsie Pops, I can't wait for you to hang over, hang out there. That's where I'm hanging out and sharing insights all about. So if you're not part of the IG Empire, go jump in. You'll be hearing about uh, a recaps for Awesome Palooza. You'll be hearing about all kinds of, of goodness that's happening in the IG Empire. Uh, jump in and get involved. This is your life. Don't let somebody else run it. Don't let somebody else ruin it. Be the boss. Be the baller of your own life.